0: This is Dominic, wedding DJ.
1: And this is Serena, wedding planner.
0: And together we are The The Wedding Wedding Duo. Duo. We are here to talk all things weddings.
1: Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help.
0: So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas.
1: Let's have some fun.
0: Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The The Wedding Wedding Duo. Duo. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are here again for more information about the big day.
1: It is all about the big day here at the Wedding Duo Podcast, and we have another guest, and I'm so excited. (laughs) So, you guys, we have talked a lot about like all aspects of the planning process, but as a wedding planner myself, I really wanted to get some perspective on hiring a wedding planner, like what that means. And so we invited our friend Meredith Bartell on today's episode and we will, we will let her introduce herself. If you're a TikToker, you probably already know her. That's true.
2: I am Meredith Bartell. I own Plus One Planning. Like Dominic said, if you are on TikTok, you may have come across my content before. Um, Dominic and Serena, we bounce back and forth with each other on TikTok, kind of running on that wedding talk circle. Um, So yeah, my TikTok handle is Plus One Planning and my Instagram is Plus One Planning LLC. Um, I have been a wedding planner. I'm going on my third year now. Um, I kind of got started twist of fate. This was not really where I thought I would be, but I love it. wouldn't change a thing. I started out my career in education, special education to be exact. And then when the uh, pandemic hit, it kind of you know made everyone reevaluate our priorities and our decisions. and I knew that I ultimately wanted to do something that was working from home in some capacity. and I had, I had been planning and coordinating weddings for couples on a very hobby um, level just for family and friends. And my husband said to me one day, he goes, you like this. You're good at this. You don't want to be in the schools anymore. So let's make it happen. And that yes. was it. He told me that. And three days later, we had an LLC. And two months later, I had a TikTok. And that was the power in the nature of the pandemic of there weren't real weddings to go out and work so tiktok was how i was connecting with couples and sharing information and forming that community when we all needed community and it's been a beautiful thing and now um all gears are rolling and running and i love every minute of what i do
1: that is fantastic right and you know i think it's good to hear about your journey and your love of what you do. I often say that um, the position of a wedding planner is not something you can do if you're not all in, right? Like it isn't the kind of job where you can kind of coast along, right? You have to really be passionate about providing the kind of service that we do. Um, it's long hours. It's lots of emails. It's yes, it's work from home, but it's you know also day of, so it's you know
0: meetings and all those pieces. And your background as a teacher, I could absolutely see how that would transfer right into the wedding world because it's that organized chaos. You got a plan, but you just like in the classroom, you have a plan, but that doesn't mean that's what's going to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not how it's going to go. You always have to be on your toes to say, "All right, push that there, flip this here. We're going to do this first, and then we'll do that later." That's just really, yeah. I could see that being an easy, tra- not an easy transition, but you know, very similar skill set. I guess
2: they call it the chaos coordinator.
0: That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. I have
1: a mug that says chaos coordinator, actually. So, so did you find that um, your skills as a teacher did transition or transfer over pretty
2: easily? Yeah, there are a lot of um, natural overlaps. It's a pretty big Venn diagram. It's a lot of, you know, like we said, we make our plan. We have our best laid plans, our lesson plans, our timelines, where we hope we're going to go. And then it's the ability to think on your feet. And ooh, okay, we ran out of time here. Let's shift it here. And it's the classroom management, if you will, of, okay, got to rein in those groomsmen. We need to prepare them for what we're going to do. Now I'm going to tell them what we're going to do. Okay, now we're going to do it. Now I'm going to remind them what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, all with a smile on your face, but also firm enough to make it happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's great. And that makes so much sense. You know, And I love that you say that, like, you have to have that positive attitude, but still that firm presence, right? Where people respect what you're saying, they're listening to what you're saying. You don't ever want to be rude or mean, but you got to kind of walk that fine line.
0: Talking to the wedding party sometimes is like, okay, all eyes on me. Let's use our quiet voices now. <laughs> <laughs> let the gr- let the grown ups talk for a minute.
2: <laughs> yeah, we always have hands in your lap. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Especially if the bar has already been open for an hour. Right, say, right? right. That's that's a whole another whole another. I don't think, do they, do they drink in the classrooms now? The teachers yeah, are allowed to drink. I mean, they should be allowed to drink, the fifth.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right.
1: That's, that's fair. Um, so here's here's our initial question for you, Meredith, and uh, we can kind of have this conversation. What do you think or why is it important for couples to consider, at least, because we know budget is a factor, right? Having some type of wedding planning person on their team, whether it be a coordinator or full-scale wedding planner, like why is that valuable?
2: I love that because you're exactly right. Like we never want to say that something is mandatory because it's not. Budgets are different. Priorities are different. And those are some things that we need to establish. Um, And Weddings are not one size fits all, but it's important to consider a planner or a coordinator because when you know what your priorities are, you want to be present on your wedding day, or you want to have a low stress, Planning process, or you really need to stick to that timeline because maybe you only have certain vendors for X amount of hours. So there is no wiggle room. And when you know what your priorities are, you find the vendors to make it happen, to help you out. Um, And I think some of the best, like obviously a planner helps you stick to your budget, helps you find your vendors. Those things we know. The thing that I think is most important is on your wedding day where do you want your feet to be? And where do you want your brain to be? You want to be in your chair with your feet kicked up drinking a mimosa. You don't want to be worried about, did the decoration show up yet? Are the fl- are the flowers looking good? Are the candles lit? Where's my mom? Where, 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 where? That's not your problem. It's not your problem. And you shouldn't be worried about anything at all on your wedding day, except maybe, you know, where's the nearest mimosa. But but have that peace of mind to know things are running all like full speed ahead in the background. You don't have to worry about anything. Um, Your timeline is clipping along. Your vendors are where they're supposed to be. There's, and you didn't, you don't have to worry about assigning those tasks to your family because you know what? Your mom, as much as she loves you and would do anything for you, your mom wants to be with you. Your mom doesn't want to be lighting candles. Or your aunt or whoever. And, you know, the the trust of would you prefer to have a vendor set them up professionally? Yes. But also your family wants to be with you and support you and they want to be present too. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, we always the way I always say it is when I'm talking to a couple is I look at the bride and I said, The only thing you should do on your wedding day is just look pretty. That's the only thing you should be worried about. And you even bring in a professional to help you do that, right? Multiple (laughs) professionals, hair and makeup and a whole team of people just helping. So really you just sit there and let people do the thing. But we have been, as I'm sure you have, at a wedding fair or a, a bridal fair. And here comes a mom with her, maybe let's say her second daughter. And she did, the mom did everything for the first one. And she's there saying, Oh, you, no, there is no way I'm hiring somebody because I didn't have one glass of wine. I didn't talk to my sister at all. I was running around. I didn't enjoy the day one bit because, I, you know, and mom should be a guest too. I tell mom, you should look pretty too, mom. Like you should be able to. It's your day too. it's your family and friends like and again, I know like we said at the beginning, it's not in everybody's budget, and you can do it without it. There's a lot of other good vendors that can pick up the slack uh but to have a coordinator, a wedding coordinator, that person that's that's the that's the guy person in the eye of the storm, that's a really valuable person to have on your team,
1: yeah, and also Meredith, you pointed out something too that um i I talk to my couples about often. Because there are differences between like a full-scale wedding planner and a coordinator and like what is the value and where are you at in your life that you can or you have extra time to do some of the heavy work that happens, you know, 18 a year out, right? But when it comes down to actual wedding day, that is the value I feel you really get out of the people in our position. Um, Because you spend all this time and you spend all this money to have it be Chaotic or stressful, or go by so fast and you don't remember anything because you were pulled. And so, you know, it already is a little bit of that, right? Even with professionals in place, um, it, it just really it changes. I think the experience for couples, right?
2: It does. It does. You know, there's always going to be something that happens, whether you write your timeline your uh, by your own on your own, uh, whether you write your timeline. By yourself or you have a professional write your timeline and we consult with all of your vendors and it is the best written timeline in the world something's going to happen someone's speech is going to go too long um someone is going to go to the bathroom right when we need to do photos you know there's always going to be the thing there's always going to be the thing someone's pants don't fit right got to find a belt and those are the things where the snowball starts to turn. And when you lose five minutes here or your stress level starts to rise and now tensions are building, there's always going to be the thing. So it's who is going to handle that? Are you going to walk into the hurricane on your own wedding day? Or is it your mom or your dad or your maid of honor? Or do you have this bodyguard and a pink blazer who says, i'll take care of it don't worry i I always tell my couples my goal if i did my job right i will have i will have fought five wars and you will never know if if i feel lucky and if i feel like having a glass of wine with you maybe two weeks when you get home from your honeymoon maybe we'll debrief maybe i'll tell you but probably probably i won't some some things just go to my grave and you don't want to know. Um, on my wedding day, on my wedding day, and this was before I was a planner or a coordinator, I was building my love for planning weddings, and this is sort like kind of where it all started. But on my wedding day, I am hiding in the balcony um about a half hour before my ceremony starts. And my mom walks in, and my mom says, So there's been a situation, and I said, been past tense, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah, it's 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 sorted." And I go, "Good. Don't tell me. Don't want to know. Don't don't want to know." Um, I found out after after my wedding that uh, one of my ushers, who was going to be escorting my mom down the aisle, had traveled three hours to come to my wedding, forgot his pants. Oh, yeah, no big deal.
0: <laughs> As a DJ, I try to help, but I don't. Can't give him I don't pants, know if you have so, extra yeah. pants yeah which one's the DJ he's the one with no pants oh yeah I know exactly I know exactly which one that is
2: oh goodness I don't really know or care how they solved that but he did walk down <laughs> the aisle with pants <laughs> 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 that's good to know that's good because that would be quite the memory right but those are the things like I think of of do you really want that stress of any situation at all whether it's pants or who whatever do you want that brewing? Do you want Where do you want your stress level to be? Think of your barometer. Uh, 30 minutes before your ceremony. Because even on the best day, with the best laid plans, you're going to have that adrenaline, that nervousness, that anxiety, that excitement building naturally. Why add any more um, unnecessary negative feelings to that?
0: For sure. Well, and that's one thing that we bring as a, as a vendor team is, I mean, ideally, that's what we bring, is that competence, that comfort level where they're like, um, oh no, they got it. Serena's got it. Dominic's got it. Like you do, you get that like because they've met you, they they looked, they looked you up, they did the research, they feel comfortable with their decision, and then they've had multiple planning or whatever, and they're just like, Oh yeah, no, we've talked about this, the plan is there. Mm-hmm. And that's really different than when somebody's like and again, moms, I've seen moms their their hearts in the right place but it's just like anything experience goes a long way in whatever you do and and it's just hard like she's like I, I, can i make this change should i make this change what should right. i do whereas we've been down that road many times we're like nah it's fine stay the course it's fine
1: right but, right no it's 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 important for us to um if there is like for example uh, no a pants mom is not
0: fine though no pants are
1: required <laughs> um if you have a mom or someone in the immediate family, let's say like of the bride um, who wants to be involved. Right. And we, but we're already hired as planners, maybe Meredith or, or myself. What, how do you handle that? Like, let's, let's ask that question. Like we can have the, yeah. Like what if mom still really wants a role, right? Like what do you do in those situations for family members and friends?
2: It's a very delicate dance, isn't it? It's, um, and that's sort of where you know, like I said, some of those skills as a teacher, Um, I think there's a lot of different careers that can kind of transfer over well, but you kind of need to know that personality coaching. And one of the nice things is with planning or sometimes even with coordination, we get to meet our couples and we know their personalities and we know we get to hear the stories about their families and, you know, the ins and the outs and some of the quirks. And that's always one of the questions I ask is, what am I walking into? Who do I need to know? And tell me about the dynamic. And when they say, yeah, my mom, my mom's pretty helpful. Helpful is the word. Um, and uh, and I said, good, good to know. Um, so sometimes we have a conversation of, you know, this is what I want. I want you to relax and I want you to take care of, you know, being there for your daughter emotionally and guarding her. And you've, this is a really, you know, you always have to acknowledge where the mom is coming from, because this is a big day for her. She's raised this daughter for 25, 30 years. And this is pretty much like her summation and showing off all the good work mom did. This is her presentation of look at my daughter. I'm so proud. So you acknowledge that and you say, this is what I want you to do. I want you to have a glass of wine and I want you to have best day of your life. And I want you to socialize with everyone you want to. Um, and you know, you sort of set the stage of where the expectations are. I know wedding day is going to look different because. People in their anxiety and their excitement, they moms. We need to host. We need to dote. We need to fix your hair, and we need to fix your dress up. So that's when I like to just, you know, sometimes if you need to find helpful tasks, this is one of my little secrets. Of hey, can you just go make sure all of the forks are straight? That would be really helpful. I can't get over to look at the decor right now. Can you make sure all the candles are lit and let me know if I forgot anything? Um, Just to like gently get them a little bit of distance um, without having to call it that or say, hey, I'm going to be doing family photos in about 20 minutes. Can you make sure grandma's here? Can you make sure grandma's gone to the bathroom? Can you make sure grandma's had a drink um, that we're ready for that? Um, Give her an opportunity to host and mingle. And mostly it's just my, my secret little trick to go take 10 steps. (laughs) Right. That
0: is that nervous energy too, before we start, because they are, they're just as wound up as the bride and all that anticipation, 18 months of planning is all down to that. You're at the tip of the spear now, right? Let's like, so there's just, they don't, they're like, they need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm that type of personality. I'm like, I can't just sit here. There's too many things that need to be done to be checked on. Um, and then once the guests arrive, a lot of times, even the bride moms that have been just wound really tight. And I completely understand why. Once the ceremony's done and the guests are there, they're just like, it's fine. Whatever. I go, okay, there you go. That's the right. headspace I want you to stay in. Because nothing else can be changed. And I wish that upon everybody who's listening, who's stressed out about planning their wedding. You'll get there. And once you go down the aisle, there's no more candles to be lit. There's no more seating that can be changed. There's no more RSVPs. That, I mean, you're there. You're at the party. And that's where you kind of go, right? okay, everything. There's no more changes to be made. And that's a good spot to finally, finally get to.
1: It is. and And it's helpful to have someone in the coordinator planner role to set you up for that, like to let you know that, that you will get there with my help, right? Like we will get you to that point where you are going to enjoy your day, um, as much as possible. And so let's take it,
0: let's take it further. Should we,
1: I was going to say, let's look at, uh, what we, another question we were going to talk about too, right? Because
0: I'm not a wedding planner. I'm feeling a little undervalued here as a, as another, I just (laughs) kidding, but I wanted to talk about, because this is a great person to have on here because uh, you made an analogy earlier that I'm gonna let you expand on about your position as the wedding coordinator, but how it fits in with the rest of the vendors. Because there's times where I have showed up as the DJ and Uncle Charlie's taking pictures, the cousins are doing the food, Aunt Betty is the planner or the coordinator, and I'm the only like professional. And I use air quotes to say that because you know it's a gray area. But, uh, <laughs> but um, and then there's other days I show up and the coordinator is somebody I've worked with, I know both of her assistants. The photographers have a team of four with the second shooter and the video the caterers are people that I know on a first name basis. And that's a whole different environment where we all are a team because we all refer each other. Uh, But there's different levels of that. And the teamwork that works in there with people you've never worked before and people that, you know, it's just, it's just every wedding is going to be, is different like that. So give us your analogy. That was a good analogy you mentioned before.
2: So I like to say that a wedding planner or a day of coordinator Um, we're sort of like a general contractor. If you've ever had construction done on your house or a big project, you know, that the importance of a general contractor and I don't want to devalue the work that we do, but I just like to say that I'm a Jack of all trades and a master of none. I mean, you know, the timeline and the coordination of the day, that's my expertise, but we need to know a little bit about everything in order to write our timelines and in order to know what the vendor's need and require so could I fill in as a photographer no but I know the general time requirements and what's necessary for lighting and positioning that a photographer might need or for a florist I might be able to answer some general questions that a a couple might have and I know how to pin a boutonniere but am I a florist absolutely not um, same thing with the DJ. I can help kind of schedule like the order of events. Don't put me on a microphone, but so it's that, that jack of all trades. And then I can say when I'm writing my timeline. Obviously, I always consult with the indip- like with the vendor teams because they're always different. Every photographer works a little bit different. Every DJ works a little bit different. But I know just enough to write a good. Skeleton timeline. So then I can say this is what I've prepared. Can you guys review it? Give me any tweaks you need. Let's make this work. We're a team. My timeline is only as good as the photographer's needs. If I write a great timeline, but the photographer doesn't stick to it because they work differently, doesn't matter. I didn't. I didn't make anything. Um, and the same thing with the DJ. If the DJ has, well, no, I like to do cake cutting here, or I want to do the announcements here. Doesn't matter what I wrote because we're a team. Um, so I can create the best laid plans and I can say, okay, so this is who you really, this is, I can answer this, but I don't know that. So we need to talk to them. They're going to have the best answer for you. Um, but then as far as like day of event management, all of that coordination, okay. The caterer is coming in, the caterer is setting up and your decor team is here and your florist is here and your installation for your big seating chart that you had custom made, they're setting up here all of that is like one big construction project and it's like really tightly woven like okay let's go back to the general contractor we can't do the drywall until the plumbing is done um so we can't start you know whatever we can't start doing certain things until the tables and chairs have been set um and it's a finely woven ship and if one wheel falls off we're sunk, you know, it's going to take some recovery here. So (laughs) it is, it takes some professional expertise and some coordination among the vendors. Um, and we're always popping back and forth. We, we, in the weeks leading up to a wedding, there's so many emails and phone calls of, Hey, what do you guys think about this? I'm running, I'm running my ideas past you. Um, and then that final vendor timeline gets sent out to everyone for their review. But then of course, when wedding day. what a, a hurdle approaches, that's when that expertise comes in. And I'm like, kind of making an eye contact with the DJ just before the ceremony. And I'm kind of given the, the eyeballs and the finger of, hold on, we're waiting on something. Mm-hmm. Stretch.
0: We're stretching. We're stretching. Right. <laughs> delay, delay, run interference.
2: Right. And that's when having a professional team, especially if we've worked with each other before, you know, it's like, you know how, when you're at a party and you can give your husband a look and they know exactly <laughs> what you mean you're like okay it's that nonverbal communication we can we can learn to read each other's minds
0: <laughs> yes. yes as a husband yes I know exactly <laughs> what the look is
2: <laughs> but I am you know I, I think Serena would do this too of like you're giving the photographer the eyeballs and you're giving the DJ the eyeballs and you're trying to cue that string quartet of when are we getting started mm-hmm. here um, and it's it's a different ball game than if you didn't have a coordinator at all and you're just trying to let these vendors go on a hope and a prayer. Um, Or if you've got, you know, your cousin who is running around and trying, she's trying her best and she's giving it her best effort, but this is just her first time and she's just helping you out of the goodness of her heart.
1: Right. It's very different. And I think that some of the stress that couples feel, um, you know, before during the planning process You can probably multiply that times 100 if you really don't have the organization and at least someone there to, you know, kind of, as you said, be that general contractor, be that point of let's check in with the coordinator, you know, and make sure that this works, right? Um, Because as you mentioned, it isn't just about like when are the vendors arriving and when are things happening. It's about is everything happening in the correct order so that we can execute these things in a timely manner because sometimes we have limited amount of time to do setup or, you know, um to get things done before the ceremony starts or whatever it is. And we look ahead and we're knowing like, okay, this is gonna work, or we have to make adjustments.
0: That's a great skill set to have too. And I know as a teacher you've done it where you can just look down downstream, down look, look forward and say, okay, here's a couple pitfalls that I am pretty sure, or high potential that could really sink everything. And you got to like be prepared to, depending on what happens, like zig or zag or be able to react and um, yeah. and make it work. So I wanted to talk for a minute about just like an actual day of when we're there. And I know you were talking a lot about the before stuff, you know, like putting in the, having the electrician before the drywaller, which is a great point. It is. And there's times where like, oh, well, once the cake is set up, we'll just move the cake. Wait, did you just say move the cake? We are, we are not moving the cake. Like that is that that's, it's a thing. The cake person can't get there before the linen is on the table. Like you can't, you have to have that stuff. If the linens are late, that is a massive, massive, that is a big thing, right? Oh my God. Yeah. So, um, but just during the ceremony, like oftentimes the wedding coordinator is up with the bride, like getting final stuff. You're organizing the wedding team. I'm down there as the DJ, putting a microphone on the officiant. And I'm talking about Hey, what's the last thing you're going to say? So I make sure that to know when to cue the music. I tell the photographer sometimes, uh, have you shot her before? And they go, Oh no, it's my first time. Cause I don't recognize them. I'm like, Hey, well, just so you know, you're all going to be up front taking pictures at the back of the chapel. They're going to be ringing the bell and they're like, Oh, there's a bell. I go, yeah. So you're going to want to have your second shooter hot footed back here to get that shot. Cause that's a great shot, right? They're sitting there holding the rope, bong, bong. They got big smiles <laughs> and I've seen it where I'm like, If there's one guy, he's up front, and I'm like, dude, the the bell, the bell, and I forgot to tell him. I mean, all that stuff is like, you're there, we're here. like uh, Everybody's kind of informed, and sometimes the officiant is Uncle Charlie too, right? It's not always a professional officiant, Um, but there's just a lot of things. And then I say, are you going to make the cell phone announcement, or do you want me to before you go down the aisle? All this coordination is happening behind the scenes, and if you've got an uncle with an iPod as your DJ, they just don't know to even do that.
1: Right. So what were you asking her about? the? the no, ceremony? I mean,
0: um, I was going to say, just like, I know once the day starts and yeah. the timeline is like happening, we're at the ceremony. That's what I was saying. Uh, that's the kind of coordination that happens right. within the vendor team, uh, like behind the And then during dinner, we're talking to the caterers, like, here's the time I have. Is that the time you have? And then which direction are they going? Yes. Are you, are you, are the plates at your place? Are they bringing the plates? I have to make that announcement. Sometimes the planner tells me, sometimes the caterer tells me. Sometimes nobody tells me and I have to search it out myself, (laughs) but that's just a massive difference between and the teamwork that happens. People don't appreciate how much is going on with the vendor team behind the scenes.
1: Communication is key. And I was going to ask you, Meredith, what do you do if, like, for example, a couple has a really what they think is a great idea, but in your head and in my head, I'm probably going, oh, this, this could really be not work, right? So how do you handle that situation? Let's have that conversation, right?
2: Yeah, uh, we all, we've all had that before. And, you know, it's, there's definitely a fine line because this is, you know, you and I, we plan weddings every day. We plan 10 weddings at once. So this is, there's we love our couples. We love what we do. We have emotional investment in it, but the emotional investment is different. This is my work. This is not my wedding. my My emotional involvement, my emotional stake, it's lower. It's different. Um, so we have to tread carefully as to not hurt any feelings because this is an important relationship, and that trust and rapport runs deep. So, and this is where another thing that comes from teaching that I've learned, and also from parenting to young little kiddos, is you build that that trust, you build that rapport that way. We build this relationship of I'm going to steer you right. If I am telling you a guidance, it's because I trust you or because you trust me and you value my opinions. Um, And I love your ideas. I love your intention. I see what you're trying to do. Um, I think there's a better way to go about this. Or I think there's a better way to accomplish it. Um, For example, you want to do this, you know, I'm thinking of, that scene from the office, the choreographed processional with the dancing. And I'm like, you know, or maybe we don't. (laughs) Um, But you know, you you see this, I see that you really want to personalize this. You want to do something unique and special and memorable. You want to provide something memorable for your guests. So how do we accomplish that in a way that's not going to result in someone getting kicked in the nose? Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or, or you talk them through what it actually looks like, right? Like what, what orchestrating something like that means for them? It means getting rehearsals together before the wedding. You know what I mean? Like, what does that look like for the couple for your wedding party? Um, and, and I think that's essential what you said about them trusting you because once you then explain maybe the pitfalls or where it'll be challenging, they're like, oh, you know, of course she understands and has our best interest at heart, um. And then they can kind of see where you're coming from and why you, it might not be a great idea.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, for a good example of that, just recently, I did a TikTok all about someone asked about the pros and cons of a first look. And first looks are a very charged topic. People have strong opinions on that matter. And sometimes, um, sometimes they're not always informed opinions. They're just opinions of, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And this is the way I like it. So that's what I want to do. That's valid. That is valid. You can do a wedding the traditional route. You don't have to do a first look. But I want you to know that if you choose to go that route, there's some logistics that we're going to need to change. Your photography is going to look different. Your cocktail hour is going to look different. Um, Your reception, like, you know, you're going to need to leave your reception to go take some more photos. There's just different, we're going to need to go about it in a different way. That's fine. You are allowed to make any choice in wedding planning that you want and I'm never going to make you feel guilty or less than for any choice you make but I want you to be informed so that you know what we're getting into and then someone goes oh my gosh I didn't realize that it was so involved I didn't I didn't realize it was going to change so much and then people will say well now that I know that why don't we reconsider and that's that's what it comes down to is I don't expect them to know everything because ideally a couple is only gonna plan hopefully one wedding in their lifetime, where this is what we do. We've seen this a million times, and we know, like you said, you we know the common pitfalls and we know how that snowball rolls. If one thing changes, it's gonna it's gonna pull out that jenga block. What's gonna happen now? Um, and it those these decisions they're not made. Lightly, There is almost nothing in wedding planning that is thoughtless. Everything needs to be with detailed thought and reason and intention. Um, and and we can make almost anything happen with enough foresight and planning. Yeah, That's a really to, good
0: point. I try to do the same thing where people say like, oh, well, you say, do you want to do your first dance right after introduction? Or do you want to sit and eat and then do your first dance later? And they're like, well... They always like, don't you have to do it? I go, you don't have to do it any which way, but here's Mm -hmm. the pros and cons. I just like to say, you can do it like this. Here's the reasons why or why not. And then here's the other side of it. Mm -hmm. And then just at least they have an informed decision about themselves. If you're really nervous about it, yeah, do it first. If you're clumsy and you're afraid you're going to spill on your dress, yeah, do it first. (laughs) I had a bride say, Oh, I get bloated after I eat. I go, oh, that's a great reason. Yeah, do it first. <laughs> but if they're like, I haven't seen my husband all day. We will, in the past two hours, we will have gotten married, spent an hour doing pictures, been introduced in the room and do our first dance before I get to catch my breath and sit down. Then yeah, then be, then sit down, have a drink, catch yeah. your breath, eat some food, look at your ring and say, look what happened, husband, <laughs> right? Then do your first dance, right? Like it's, there's no right or wrong way to do it, but you're right. If you lean on the professionals, we have seen it done every way imaginable. Mm-hmm. And we're just, I, I like to really just say like, we can do it however you want. And here's what I've seen if you do it this way or this way. And then they can just kind of be like, okay, what do you think? I like, guess I think if you really want to know my opinion, I can tell it, but I really want them to have some ownership in the decisions too, right?
1: Yes. And they should. And as you mentioned, Meredith, that's why they hired us essentially, right? Like they want the professional opinion. They want someone they can trust um, to help them make those choices. And I think a good vendor, a quality vendor is going to look out for their couple's best interests while, you know, guiding them based on their experience in the industry. Um, so we just want to mention a few things to our listeners. We appreciate y'all. You guys are fantastic. If you don't already, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram. You can watch these episodes on YouTube or listen to them wherever you podcast. Be sure... To look up Meredith and Plus One Planning on TikTok, Instagram. Um, if you're in the Wisconsin area, you may get a chance to have her plan your wedding her- herself. So
2: <laughs> you're
0: like straight north, like five states straight up. <laughs>
1: yep. From us here in Texas. But
0: um, slightly to the east, not straight up. I don't want people to come back. i like, does he not know? Like, yes, I am aware <laughs> where Wisconsin geography. is compared to Texas. Thank you.
1: <laughs> right. Um, so today, like we do every day. Dominic, how are we going to end this episode?
0: Well, I'm sure you would agree, Meredith, that it is a very important day, but it's also a very personal day. Don't let somebody talk you into something you don't want to do or talk you out of something you have your heart set on. It's your day. Do it your way. Do you.
1: You do you, right? You do you. And so we will ask you, Meredith, to help us end this. We're going to seal it with a kiss. Ready?
0: Blowing kisses. Ready? Here we go. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love that. Happy wedding planning, y'all. We'll see you next time.
0: Hey, so thanks for listening to our podcast. If you found any of this information helpful and you know someone who may be engaged or is a maid of honor, maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend.
1: Absolutely. So screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, and tag The Wedding Duo. We promise to share the love back. Also, If you are interested in more resources or the show notes, you can go to theweddingduo.co. We have one-on-one virtual sessions, a shop, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out.